Sports on Sports. What's up, everyone? It's another week of Cheese on Sports. Not that anybody care. <laughs> We're here for our own amusement, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like two of you out there to listen, maybe. And if you do, you probably... Smoke oh. weed every day. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <sighs> don't, don't, don't shit on it too quickly. I could maybe get a third to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke's other game listeners. Yay. Website address on like bathroom stalls and shit. You know, shit. For a good time, listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, So, this was a fun football weekend, huh? Good is very subjective. (laughs) Yeah. For a time, listen to this podcast. To, to to waste about an hour or hour to 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back, nope. listen to this podcast. Listen to these chuckers fucking chuckle out weed and stoner jokes, or fart jokes. Yay. <laughs> no, fucking Saturday. How about, uh, how about Notre Dame exposing Graham Mertz's ass? <laughs> fucking bum. Graham Mertz is overrated as fuck. Yeah, awful quarterback. Up yes, there. <laughs> yes, hundred percent agree. How is he? How was he rated a four-star prospect? It's like I had. He's, he's a bum. Yeah, I had heard before the season started that he had a, a lo- like his own personal logo. So, like halfway through that game, I went and looked up his logo and sent it to Wiz, and I was like, "I need this on fire in a dumpster." <laughs> <laughs> He said, no problem. Sent it right back over, and then it hit Twitter. Well, no, he sent it over to me, and like right as I got it, fucking Mertz threw his first touchdown of the season. I was like, well, now I can't send it. i got to wait. But sure enough, I didn't have to wait long. <laughs> the fucking bum became a bum. Oh, I had no real here. dog in that hunt anyway, because I didn't like either team. But when I realized that they were technically making Wisconsin the home team at Soldier Field, I instantly rooted against them the entire way through. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Get the fuck out of here, Wisconsin. <laughs> Soldier Field at home. Eat a dick. It's like they already figuratively own the stadium. We don't need them literally to be the home team. <laughs> right, like y'all couldn't have traveled a state or two over. Like, go hit the Dakotas where nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> They'll be happy that a real team came in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that. Uh, Minnesota losing to Bowling Green. 
Yeah, Big Ten looking weak. Now that, that part was fun. Row the boat right off the fucking waterfall. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't watch the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game because I was watching that Netflix special <coughs> to dumb, but... Um, yeah, I'm not disappointed I missed it. Yeah, I watched some of it. I listened to up. most of it. Because fucking, I don't know why I didn't think about it. I was like, oh fuck, I got Hulu Live Plus TV now. So I put that shit on my phone. And I had it hooked up in my car. Like, I was listening to it mostly. But I would come up to a stop sign or red light. Hmm, look over and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I fucking I was able to keep up with college football all day. It was great. So I watched... Wisconsin get their ass whooped. And then I watched Michigan for a little bit. And I got bored with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was flipping back Just and forth between that Iowa State game. I, 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 I was so, so fucking hoping Rutgers would pull it off. I know. Like, I got bored with it, and then like, I flipped over to Iowa State for a second, and then I flipped back over to the Michigan game, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then I didn't turn it off until the end. I was like, I'm glued to a fucking Michigan Rutgers game for the second year in a row. What the fuck is going on? Because last year it took overtime for Michigan to pull that shit out. And then once that yeah, all wrapped up, it was Michigan State time. Boy, did they make me fucking sweat. The state game was good. Yeah. <laughs> Nebraska was fucking taking it to them there for a second. I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> but took overtime, but they got it done. Kicked the field goal call a day. I don't uh, know what Illinois job, did. <laughs> Who Clemson Probably lose to? NC State. Oh. NC State. Yeah. College football's weird this year. Like, fucking... Uh, I mean, Nebraska just beat... Was it Auburn? <laughs> Before they lost to Michigan State? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. College football playoffs looking like Alabama, Georgia, Oregon. I don't know who that fourth team would be. I don't know. They got to fucking broaden that shit. I know a lot of people are like, well, I shouldn't say a lot of people. There's some people that like the four team set up. I'm not one. I want at least six, maybe eight. Because four teams, it's like you just, you punch in Alabama's ticket every year. And usually fucking uh, Clemson's right in there with them. And Ohio State. So like it's usually the same goddamn three. And say, like, who's right. gonna get that fourth spot? This year is different, but this year has kinda like have been a fluke. <laughs> Ohio State's been a suspect. Did this year has been weird, but it hasn't been weird on the level of was it two thousand seven? I don't know. Two thousand seven yes. I probably wasn't paying the cl- closest attention to it. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to say that it was 2007 and I'm not going to uh, give any more indication as to what you're talking about other than that. Michigan Appalachian State. Oh, okay. Michigan Appalachian uh, State. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was 2007. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that was like 14 years ago. I'm, I could say I could have told you that was 14 years ago. I knew that one at least. Because <laughs> they had like an anniversary special on the radio. <laughs> Like, haha, Michigan. <laughs> We're the greatest team ever. Oh, here comes Appalachian State. 
<laughs> we'll be able to take them down in no time. They're fucking easy as shit. <laughs> and all was quiet. <laughs> all I could hear was Bambi calling for his mama. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how Illinois did, so. Sorry, they smart. lost 13 to 9 to Purdue in a real barn burner. <laughs> oh. And Purdue has not been playing well either, so. That's, that's they haven't won anything. Up. I was looking at the schedule. They lost, They won their opening game and lost everything after that. Because it's win against Nebraska, loss versus UTSA, loss against Virginia, loss against Maryland, loss against Purdue. Yeah, doing terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Iowa's struggling for a minute this weekend. Penn State had no problems, though. Yeah. So, like, who'd have thought Penn State, Michigan, and Michigan State are your strongest looking three teams mm-hmm. out of the Big Ten right now? What? <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State play on October 30th, and that would be awesome if they're both still undefeated coming into that game. I would enjoy the shit of it. <clears throat> I know a lot of people here in Michigan would. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, fuck. Let's jump over to the NFL. <laughs> let's do that indeed. Yeah. Well, Smart, you shouldn't be too an- anxious to get into this. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I mean, we can either laugh at each other or share each other's misery. It's really your call. <laughs> Oh, is Durrell in the chat room? What's up, Durrell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll run down some of these games. Fuck it. Uh, Carolina and Houston. Carolina was favored by seven. They covered that. Smark was the only one that took Houston. Sorry, Smark. No point for you. Fucking Houston. Uh, Tennessee covered the five points and earned all of us a point against Indiana. Indianapolis, what the fuck ever. The goddamn Colts. <laughs> uh, Giants do what the Giants do best and lose to Atlanta. <laughs> Fucking Atlanta. Yikes. That's a point for Luke and Matt. And, 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 and speaking of that game, I'm sure we'll be getting onto last second field goals later on. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm glad I'm not, like, really rooting for them this year. That'd have been a fucking heartbreaker. <laughs> oh, that's not the only one. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. The Chiefs were favored by six and a half and pulled their pants down to the Chargers. That cost you three a point, but not me, because I picked the Chargers to cover that shit. How, how fucking long was I going with the Chargers for, and they were fucking me every single week? Well, they're fucking you again. <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was served by four and a half. Smark was the only one that had faith in the Steelers, and that cost him. Always. It, 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 if I'm not mistaken, did I not go on record saying that not only would Cincinnati cover, but they'd get the win? I think so. <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, we all picked them to fucking at least cover, and they won. So, good shit. For all those, except for Smart. Sorry, Smart. Next game, uh, Chicago versus Cleveland. 
Matt, for some reason, picked Chicago to cover the 7.5. Chicago did not cover the 7.5. Therefore, Matt does not get the point. Didn't get 7.5 <laughs> yards. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Baltimore. I guess the, the NFL the fields. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Baltimore was favored by 9 over Detroit. And it took a last-second 66-yard fucking record field goal to win the goddamn game for Baltimore, you sorry pieces of shit. Fun fact, that field goal was 19 yards more than Chicago's entire offense got all game. Can we turn his mic down, please? <laughs> Mute Luke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a fun stat, though. <laughs> But Smart gets to la- gets the last laugh because he's the one that picked Detroit to cover, and he's the one that mm-hmm. gets the point. <coughs> See, uh, New Orleans against New England. Matt, for some reason, thought New England would cover that two and a half point spread. Matt was way off. Matt doesn't get a point. <laughs> Thank you, Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, Arizona favored by seven over Jacksonville. Smart said Jacksonville will do this. Well, Smark was wrong. No point for him. <clears throat> I feel like that's an overlapping <laughs> theme to this. <laughs> right. Yeah, just wait till we get to the final record for the week. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Washington taking on Buffalo. Buffalo favored by nine and a half. Luke and me figured Buffalo can cover that nine and a half, and that's why me and Luke got the point. Let's see, uh, Jets taking on Denver. Denver favored by 11. Again. Luke and I, only one thinking Denver can cover that big-ass spread. Me and Luke, the only one's getting the point. Uh, Miami taking on Las Vegas. Las Vegas favored by four. We all took the fucking Raiders. Raiders won, but they didn't cover that spread. We all eat a dick. Next game, Seattle favored by one and a half over Minnesota. We're like, oh, this is fucking easy. Why is it only one and a half over Minnesota? This is bullshit. Give us Seattle all day. Yeah, well, give us a fucking loss all day because Minnesota whipped that ass. Did not see that coming. I don't get Minnesota. Like, they're the most fucking bipolar fucking team out there. Like, they got more personalities than my fucking ex. By and large, it's always a safe bet not to believe in Kurt Cousins. (laughs) Yeah, usually. Didn't work out for us this time. Uh, Tampa Bay taking on the Rams. Luke was the only one that took the Rams to cover the two-point spread. They won by fucking ten. Luke gets the point. <clears throat> Matt Stafford wins an important game for the first time in his career. Congratulations, Stafford. It, it's almost as if Stafford wasn't the problem in Detroit. Duh. Winning. Winning is definitely the problem. Oh, Dallas just fumbled it on that goal line. Oh, it's still loose. Oh, go, run, run. Why are they blowing whistles? Who <laughs> fumbled it? Prescott. Prescott. Again? They're reviewing it now, though. He's getting negative fantasy points. <laughs> well, I think that ball came out. <clears throat> and then the last game of last night, we had... The Green Bay Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers favored by three and a half. Luke sucks Green Bay's dick and Green Bay blew in his mouth and he swallowed every bit of it in joy and happiness. As Green Bay beats San Francisco and he picks up the point. 
Can, can I just say that should not have been fucking close? It was fucking 17 to fucking nothing. How did we need a last second field goal? I don't know. Green Bay sucks. <laughs> they really do. They're overrated. Still leading the North. <laughs> yeah, that's not impressive at all. Right. Smartest kid with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Still the smartest. <laughs> yeah. And last game of the week is Philadelphia versus Dallas, which we're watching right now. Uh, it's a split decision. Luke and Smirk have Philly. Myself and Matt have Dallas. Dallas is favored by four. It's not looking so good for me and Matt at the moment. Especially now it's that Dan Prescott be can't. Hopefully. <laughs> he, he crossed the line with the ball in his hands. Automatically kills the play, and they knocked it out. Okay. Well, hopefully they fucking win by four. That's all I care about. <laughs> but as it stands right now, Luke is your big winner of the week <clears throat> at 11 and four. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. He's still going to be the winner no matter what happens at this game. Even if he loses this one. I'm in second place at 9-6, and six, so I would still end up 10 at max. Well done, Luke, you bastard. I was second I at 9-6. Mi- and six. I guess miracles do happen from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> Matt had a rough week at 5-10, and 10, <clears throat> but don't be sad, Matt. You could have been like Smark and went 4-11. and 11. <laughs> Smark, representing the NFC East. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, one day the Jets really will win by 24, and you'll all see. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that here in a second. And so, overall, the uh, record for the year now. Fucking Luke catapults into the lead with his 11-4 week. At 26-20. and 20. I'm one game behind him at 25-21. and 21. Your leader from last week, Matt, falls at 24-22. and 22, Two games back from the lead. And Smark's still in this thing at 17 and 29. <laughs> <laughs> Smark's got a bit of work to do. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Yeah, sorry, Smark. I'm going to buy pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> but my creamer is going to go bad. Yeah, I put on this flannel for nothing. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about some upcoming games, shall we? Let's do it. First game of the week. We got the 0-3 Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the 2-1 Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by 7.5. Luke Birch. 7.5 is extreme, but Urban Myers is a college coach. Give me the Bengals. All right. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, uh, I went with the Jags last week and they fucked me last week. But I like being fucked, so I'll go with the Jags again. (laughs) Clearly you do. Over to Matty Icing. (laughs) I wanted to go with the Jags, but smart going with the Jags makes me nervous. It should. (laughs) Matt's going to join them. Clearly been enjoying the icing. I am with Luke on this one. Trevor Lawrence has seven turnovers in his last three games, and 
Cincinnati is six and two against the spread in their last eight games. So uh their last eight home games, I should say. Give me Cincinnati. Next game. We got the two and one Tennessee Titans giving up seven and a half to the 0 and three New York Jets. Yeah, give me the Titans. <laughs> All right, over to Smark Wahlberg for his New York Jets pick again. Mm-hmm. 24. Let's do it. <laughs> it's only seven and a half. Well, yes, but I feel like you're going to. It's easier. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I will actually, since I am, like, down by a shit ton, I actually will go with the Titans this week. <laughs> All right. Good choice. Good call. All right, Matt. We'll all watch the Jets crash and burn this week. <laughs> Indeed, we will. It's unanimous. Tennessee's five and one in the last six road games, and they're going to play the Jets. Tennessee's going to roll that ass. Next game, one and two, Kansas City Chiefs. What? One and two? Get the fuck out of here! They're giving up six to the one and one Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> Luke Birch. Yeah, I. There's too much talent on that Chiefs team to be one and two. Give give me the bounce back. All right. Over to Smirk Walver. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to Chiefs as well. All right. Maddie Icing. The Eagles are probably the most overhyped team, so give me the Chiefs. I guess I'm on my own in this one. I don't like the six points. KC's got something going on with them. Maybe they win. And if they do, I don't see it being by six points. KC is also 0-4 is the favorite in their last four. And 1-5 in the, in the last uh, six fucking road games. So, yeah, they're not doing well against the spread, that's for sure. Just very quickly, speaking of the Chiefs, um, how... Given the fact he's okay, I find it okay laughing about this. How the fuck did Andy Reid get hospitalized for dehydration? I don't know. It was a hot day. Because he's old and overweight. Oh, so he is a heavy fella. <laughs> Still yeah. fucking, ho- fucking hospitalized for it. Surprisingly enough. He said he had heart palpitations. Yeah, there's not a lot of electrolytes and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, what's wrong? It's my heart. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Alright. They just have him on like a fucking Pepsi IV on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Put it in my veins! <laughs> Alright. Next game. We got the three and zero Carolina Panthers taking on the one and one Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys favored by four and a half. Oh, for fuck's sake, give me the Panthers. <laughs> Over to Smark Wahlberg. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Panthers as well. Matty Ice. Wow. Go ahead. Give me the number one ranked defense in the Panthers. 
Yeah, see, I was on the fence about this one. I didn't really know. I was kind of leaning both ways. Like, Carolina's on fire, but they just lost Christian McCaffrey and J.C. Horn. Dallas is 5-1 and one against the spread in the last six. Carolina's 6-0 and oh against the spread in the last six. Says Road Dog, though. I'm with you guys. Give me Carolina. Fuck Dallas. I'm not picking them two weeks in a row. They may have lost Jason Horn, but then they picked up Henderson. So, even payoff. All right. Next game, we got the 0-3 New York Giants taking on the 2-1 New Orleans Saints. Luke Birch. What are the Saints favored by? No, oh, sorry, did I not did I forget to say that part? Oh, damn it, I didn't, I didn't write it down. Huh. I must have spaced on that part. <laughs> I think it was like five and a half. Let me double check it real quick. <sighs> Fuck it, while I pull that up, we'll go to the next game real quick. The two and one, Cleveland Browns. Taking on the one and two, Minnesota Vikings. I almost said Timberwolves for some fucking reason. Luke talking about NBA and shit. <clears throat> uh, this game is a pick'em. What? Yep, you heard me. Cleveland, me Minnesota. Cleveland. Pick'em. Give me fucking Cleveland. <laughs> All right. Smart Walber, who you like? Um, yeah. Also, on my dick island play. Now I will also go with the Browns. All right. Maddie Ice. Cleveland all day. Kobe! <laughs> yeah, that's unanimous. Never trust fucking Kirk Cousins. Fuck him. Like. Cleveland's 4-0 against the spread after a win and 5-1 against the spread in their last six road games, too. All the more reason to take them. And and just for your NBA okay. comment, I, I have to throw in a quick bit of it. <laughs> Alright. Back over to the 0-3 New York Giants. Taking on the 2-1 New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by 6.5. <clears throat> Luke Birch. Um, while the Saints should get the win, give me the Giants to cover here. All right. Luke taking the Giants to cover. We go over to Smart Wahlberg. Oh, yeah! Dig it. I will go with the Saints. Okay. Manny Icing. Kobe! Giants like to keep things close, so give me the Giants. Yeah, Giants like to keep things close, but this ain't going to be one of those times. I'm a smart. Give me the Saints. I preemptively apologize. The Giants are only two and five against the spread in their last seven games. Anyway, I believe they're zero and three against the spread in the season so far. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> All right, next game. 
The 0-3 Detroit Lions taking on the 1-2 Chicago Bears. Bears favored by four. Luke Birch. I like turtles. Do you know what? This might be fucking suicidal. Give me Detroit. <laughs> All right. Smirk Wahlberg. Oh. Um, this is a tough one. I'll go Lions. Alright. Matty Ice. Forward down the field. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't believe it. It's unanimous. We're all going with the Lions. We all lose. This will be the first time they're not, like, fucking... Uh, don't have, like, ten points given to them. They're usually like the 10 point dog. Instead, they're only a four point dog, and that's when we all pick them. Idiots. <laughs> Stupid bastards. Uh, only note I have on that one is Detroit's two and one against the spread so far. So, hey, we got that going for us. There you go. I mean, I think it's it's kind of impossible to be a good team at 0 and 3, but I think they're better than their record indicates, kind of, sort of. You're unbelievable, man. You're unfucking believable. Indeed. I mean, they, they took quite a while until they fell apart against Green Bay, and then they almost won yesterday. So. Yeah, it took a fucking record-setting field goal for them to fucking lose that game. No, yeah, I get it. That's where we're all going with them. And that Chicago's, like, if they're going to pull out a win, it's going to be against Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many sacks do they get on fields? I think mean, Fields got sacked nine. Times. I think fucking Fields got sacked nine times yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the Lions got Lamar four times, I mean. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're going to make adjustments. They're not going to let him get sacked nine times. It'll probably be more like 12 to 14 <laughs> with Nagy's brilliant scheming and play calling. Yeah. Let's see if Jared Goff's fucking eating turf, too. But. Khalil Mack come give, out his ass. Please, please, please give Matt Nagy an extension somewhat similar to what John Gruden has in Vegas. Please. Can we just like paint him in face paint and leave him at like the insane clown posse's doorstep? <laughs> it's like he's your problem now. Well, I note though that Panay Sewell, the number one pick for the Lions, has been fucking amazing at left tackle this year. You know, his position and what he's played forever and what he was drafted as. But the Lions wanted to make him a right tackle, so that's what he trained as the whole fucking offseason. And then, like, the day before the game, they're like, oh, you're going to play left tackle because, you know, Taylor's hurt. So he's com- he's been playing amazing at left tackle, and you know when Decker comes back, they're going to move his ass back to right tackle, and it's going to ruin him because it's the most Lions thing you could possibly ever do. It's all, it's almost <clears throat> like a seventh overall pick should be able to protect the blind side. <laughs> it's almost like a seventh overall pick should play the pick or play the position he was fucking drafted to play. <laughs> oh, Especially yeah, I, when you know he's considered generational talent at that position. Right. Yeah, you're like you're one of the most amazing running backs we've ever seen, and you're only five foot eight. 
but we're going to make you a fucking wide receiver. We're going to put you on the edge. Forward down the field, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game. We got the one and two Houston Texans taking on the two and one Buffalo Bills. How the hell did I erase this and not put it on there? Luckily, I remember it because it was a ridiculous fucking spread. Buffalo favored by 17 and a half. That's extreme. And I'm still going with Buffalo. <laughs> Duh. Winning. All right. We go over to Smart Wahlberg. Oh, yeah! 17 and a half or just 17? 17 and a half. Well, before you even announced that, I was thinking to myself that as long as it was like 12 or under, I was going to pick Buffalo. So, of course, they have to fuck me with the 17 and a half. By five and a half more. Gotcha, bitch! (laughs) So hard. Um, I I was looking on 538 a couple weeks ago. This was, at least at the time, the biggest spread of any game this season. Yeah, they said this may very well be the biggest spread we see this season. I'm, I'm going to double down on fucking stupidity because I already picked the Jags to cover. I'll pick Houston to cover, too. Why not? You are one pathetic loser. All right. Too much. <laughs> Over to Maddie Icing. Wow. It's a lot of points. A lot of points, but the Texans are going to need even more. So give me the Bills. Yeah. Fucking Smarks on his own. I'm taking the Bills as well. Sorry, Smark. It's okay. I walk alone inside this pit of danger. <laughs> All right. Batista, shout out. <laughs> Buffalo is 7-1-1 one one against the spread after winning by more than 14. That's fucking crazy. And guess what? They won by more than 14 last week. Even more reason to take them. Next game. 0-3 Indianapolis Colts. Boo, you guys suck. Taking on the Miami Dolphins, who are favored by two in this week's shit bowl. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear this. Luke Birch. I like turtle. Yawn. Give me the coats. Yawn. All right. We jump over to Smart Wahlberg. I don't want to force anybody's hand on this, but I want to let everybody else know before they make their picks. I thought the Dolphins were going to be a good team coming into this year. So, like, weigh that in your minds before you make your choice. That being said, I'm picking the Colts. All right. Okay. Over to Matty Icing. Winning. Colts suck. Give me Miami. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Fuck them Colts. They're terrible. Miami's also 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven at home. 12-2 and two against the spread after losing. Lots of reason backing up Miami there. But they're just numbers. Who knows? And this was a revenge game. What's that? <clears throat> so it's a revenge game, too, for uh, the quarterback for set. Oh, yeah. Right. He looked good last week. Forced overtime. All right, next game. The 1 and 2 Washington football team taking on the 1 and 2 Atlanta Falcons. In this week's second pick 'em game. 
<laughs> wow. Um, I'll, I'll take the team that didn't choke a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. Okay. Washington for Luke. We go over to Smart Wahlberg. We are the best. Shuffling crew. Shuffling on down. Doing it for you. Five years before I was born, I didn't even get to enjoy that. <laughs> uh, believing in Washington has done me wrong so far, but let's keep the trend going. I'll go with Washington. <laughs> All right. Maddie Ice. Wow. Yeah, I think Washington's got this one. Okay. This is another one where I wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. I'm going to go by myself in this one. Fuck it. Give me Atlanta. <clears throat> they happen to be 8-2 and two against the spread. Against teams with losing records. So, hoping that comes through. And, you know, they finally got their first win last week. Maybe they start to roll. It's doubtful, but I can hope. Next game. 1-2 and two, Seattle Seahawks. Taking on the 2-1 and one San Francisco 49ers. Niners favored by 2.5. We go over to Luke Burgess for a pick, first pick. I like turtles. Give me the 49ers. They, right. they, they, they kept it close against this clearly superior team to what Seattle got blown out by. Yeah. All right. Smirk Wahlberg. You guys. I will go Seahawks. Maddie Icing. It's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go Seahawks. All right. Yeah, Seattle is uh, 13-5-1 against the spread in their last 19 against San Francisco. So, they're the favorite in my book. Give me Seattle. Looks on his fucking own. <laughs> Next game, three and Arizona Cardinals taking on the three and Los Angeles Rams. Rams favored by six. Luke Birch. Rams to win, Cardinals to cover. And there goes my mouse. <laughs> Rams to win, Cardinals to cover. Says Luke Birch. Smart Waller. I will go with the Rams. All right. Maddie Icing. Give me Stat Patford. Damn. Two games in a row. That's crazy. Luke, you're on your fucking own. Arizona ain't covering that. Stafford can win important games when he's not in the Lions uniform, I guess. So, and this one doesn't even fall under the, like the real important category. I, mean, I guess it's important because they're both NFC West teams. They're both undefeated. All right, one and two Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the two and one Green Bay Packers. Packers favored by seven. Luke Birch. Fuck off. I'm. Um... 
I've been a massive homer up to this point. I'm going to stay a massive homer. Fucking massive boner. <laughs> Smart Wahlberg. Well, Payne's going to do it, but I'm going to pick the Packers, too. All right. And at last he's seen the light. The idea was to pick against him the entire season, but much like my idea of picking the Jets by 24 all season, I fucked up too many games to keep doing stick. <laughs> yep, it happens quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maddie Icing. The who? The her? Let me get those fudge packers. Yeah, this one's unanimous. No faith that anything Pittsburgh's going to put out there this year. Pittsburgh is garbage. Big Ben is dead. Bring out the Big Ben fucking uh, coffin. Jesus Christ, I couldn't think of the word coffin. I mean, if you're a fan of screen passes to Najee Harris, you're going to be in for a real treat. Hey, I think Matt's got Najee Harris on his team, so he's like, yeah, all day. Yeah. <laughs> I think they do to him like 20 times in what I've uh, seen just watching All right, two and one Baltimore Ravens taking on the three and O. Oh, that's right, three and O oh, Denver Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half. Luke Birch. I like turtles. Considering whether it's a good opponent or a bad opponent, the fucking Ravens cannot put anyone away. Ravens are still probably going to win, but give me the Broncos to cover. Broncos are favored by two and a half. Oh, oh, the Broncos are favored. Yeah, yeah they definitely, they, they definitely give me the Ravens. Okay. I thought you said the Ravens by two and a half. No, no. Alcohol may be a factor. <laughs> yeah, alcohol may have been a factor. Yeah, Wiz gave me some dynamite drops, but I can't figure out how to fucking save them to my computer so that I can move them over to fucking Mixler. Stupid computers. Anyway, over to Smart Wahlberg. Technology is a real bitch sometimes. I shall go with the Ravens. All right. Matty Icing. Kobe! Yeah, the Ravens are they're going to win by a lot this weekend. I don't know. Right. Denver's good. So I think this is the... Yeah, but they almost lost to Detroit. This is the coach's punishment game right here. True. <clears throat> yeah, Baltimore six and one against the spread in their last seven as an underdog. But god damn it, it touched down Teddy Bridgewater and all he does is cover the fucking spread. Gimme Denver. Denver's been good. Baltimore's been shaky. I'm on my own and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You might not be wrong. I struggled with it. I was going to go Denver all the way till like, 11th hour. I mean, like even my little fun stat there is again going against my pick. <laughs> Baltimore 6-1 against the spread in their last seven. Fuck. Give me Denver, because it's touchdown Teddy Bridgewater. Meanwhile, I'll just be sitting here in my bed doing the fucking Wolverine meme with a picture of Vic Fangio. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to prop my light just right and do the helicopter in the shadows. 
I miss competent coaching. <laughs> we don't even know what that is What's here in Detroit. That? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Next game, the two and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers giving up five and a half to the one and two New England Patriots. Luke Birch. Stupid computer. Can they both lose? I mean, that'd be preferable. Or, yeah, they could tie. I would like yeah. that. Just, like, yeah, let's, let's get them both out there right now. Yeah. Is that oh, Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> yes, the, the Aaron Hernandez <laughs> Memorial game. This is me. Yeah, um, but, but one of the best defensive minds in the league, and he he should know absolutely every way to defend that piece of shit. Give me, give me the Patriots to at least cover. Okay. Smart Wahlberg. Gonna take. The oh ball. yeah. Sorry, taking the box, you said? That's right. right. Matty Icing. Duh. Winning. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay. I mean, they lost last week, and Brady's got to put up points against Belichick. Yeah, Brady's going to be out for blood against the old man because I think he has a bigger bone to pick than the old man does. Even though he won the Super Bowl last year, Brady still wants to eat this dick. Mm-hmm. Also, Tampa Bay is five and zero against the spread after a loss, and New England is two and five against the spread in their last seven games. So, good luck with that, Luke. All right, last game of the week: the three and zero Las Vegas Raiders taking on the two and one Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, Chargers favored by three. Luke Birch. Ha! Gay. Well, I I I went against the Chargers last week against my better judgment and lost. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Thank God. <laughs> Smart Wahlberg. It's a tough one. This is a tough one. I'll go with the Raiders. Why not? Manny icing. Fucking thing sucks. Going against the Chargers. So give me the Chargers. Yeah, see, this is the toughest game on the fucking spread or on the fucking paper for me. Las Vegas is four and one against the spread in their last five against Los Angeles. But Los Angeles seems to be hitting their stride. They just beat the Chiefs. But three points is kind of a lot. It's not, but it is in this game. Give me Vegas and the points. Sorry, Matt, you're on your own. That's all right. You all went with Luke against the Chargers. Yeah, I know. Death sends. Wait, Luke's in the lead right now, though. Weird. <laughs> We're all gonna fucking die. All right. <clears throat> well, that is the picks for this week. We finally got through it. Yep, because nobody's going to listen to it. Except for Durrell. Durrell's here in the chat. It's strong. Durrell and Mojo. 
<laughs> Matt, thank you as always for coming on. Of course. Look forward to having you back on next week to see if maybe you jump back into the lead. Or if you continue your fall from grace. <laughs> no, we're, we're going back to the top. Yeah. Time's going to tell. I like this shit. Dude, I... I'm a, honestly, I look forward to this shit more than I do the Fantasy League at this point, especially now that I'm 0-3. <laughs> the first two weeks was incredibly frustrating because it's like, I got the second most points out of anybody, but the fucking person that got the highest points was my opponent. This week, I got less points than anybody. I'm the lowest bottom bottom feeder. Dumpster juice. That's cheese, man. <laughs> I might have the most points out of the league right now. It might still hold true for you. I was, uh, oh, okay, well, I wasn't the second highest as the point. I'm the lowest. <laughs> but, yeah, come up against Smark when he gets hot. I'm always playing against the best person. Mm-hmm. I kept looking at the projections because I kept projecting you to win. And then up until, like, about 3 p.m. on Sunday, and then it finally started turning around. Yeah, when fucking... Hopkins got me like seven points and somebody else got me two points something. It was Baltimore's fucking running back. I'm like, oh, they're playing the fucking Lions. That's an easy choice. That was bad. Bad choice. I see that. When uh, Arizona threw the got that pick six, I started feeling good about myself. Yeah, and Kyler Murray's my quarterback and that fucked me up too. So, yay! Kyler Murray didn't do as well as uh, he's been doing. Nothing worked out for me yesterday. Let's just put it that way. The only ones that performed were fucking Kamara, who got me seven points the week before, and uh, Austin Eckler, who got me seven points in week one. Like You guys are supposed mm-hmm. to be top of the league, and you both gave me seven-point weeks. Just enough to fuck me over. And then they both perform when the rest of the team fucks me. It's going to be a fun year. Wow. But yeah, Matt, appreciate you coming on. You're free to go. We can get fucking G Wiz right, in here. That's my fucking. You're free to go. <laughs> free to go. Leash is off. Good now. Fuck off. Fulfilled your obligations. Yeah. G Wiz is here, so I guess. It's time. Yeah. It is indeed time. UFC time. I'm trying to get <clears throat> shit set up. Sorry. And what a fucking week we had. Indeed. Yeah. Well, you, you know, in fucking deed. We had a feeling it was going to be a good show, but it was a great show. Uh, great. Luke had some stuff he wanted to talk about before we get into the picture. You want to go ahead and just knock that out right now? Luke, this is not the time or the place to talk about your feelings. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to scroll back to remember exactly what. What that was, Nick. <laughs> Nick no. Diaz had a couple of his uh, training oh, partners, yeah. or I guess you call yeah. faggot, gym rats, on the card, and uh, one guy did okay. His name was Maximov, but this other guy had no business being in a professional fighting octagon, and it was embarrassing. Oh, he got good really for you! I think that's all. Second. Fifteen seconds. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that was the other drop. Was like, oh, look at you all in the background. Da, da, da. 
That'd have been perfect for fucking Nick's buddy. Are you gonna keep playing drops or let me get through this? You, shit? you go ahead. Like, you go I ahead. Got any room to say anything? <laughs> like, I, like I can ever say that. <laughs> trying to play some. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, we did pick for USC two sixty six. We did ten of them, which seems to be the norm now. I'm just gonna do ten all the time. Yeah, it makes it easier number. to count. Right. Uh. The curtain jerker was Manol Fiero versus Myro Buena Silva, and COVID won that one. So, sorry. God damn it. I'm fucking sick of you, COVID. Fuck off! That's a win for COVID. <laughs> Fuck off, indeed. Up next, we had what turned out to be a pivotal, or pivotal, a pivotal fight in our picks because Luke and I were unanimous except for this particular fight. He chose Roxanne Mataferi over Tyler Santos, and, uh, that didn't work out for Luke or Smark, actually. Sorry, no. fellas. Did Roxy, not go well for you guys. Roxy, I think it's time to retire. Yeah. Yeah. Look, here's, 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 mm-hmm. uh, here's the, the thing button. about her. <laughs> she, like, listens to instruction really well, and she does what her corner is yelling at her to do, but, like, by now she should know some of this shit. Somehow she still burns Already. the most. And, like, not have to, like, have every move yell at her. You should know how to do things by now. Maybe they should just start yelling win the fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try winning for once, huh? Hey, do all the stuff you learned. Yeah. <laughs> You've been doing this for fucking Try to not lose. Years. Like, wait a second, I can win the match? All right. Up next, we had Shamil Abdurahimov versus Chris Daukus. Daukaus, if you'd like to pronounce it that way, which we do. Uh, huge round two knockout. He almost had a round one TKO stoppage, but he ran out of time. And yeah, he fucking you got kicked that guy's ass. Out. Chris Daukus kicked that guy's ass. Yes, I, we I, all picked him. I, I know I said it in our group chat, but I really love the idea of firefighter versus cop. He's he's this crazy fucking guy right now. Like he just keeps knocking everybody out, but he's like a fat guy. He looks like he's terribly out of shape. It's so cool. I love it. <laughs> it's great. I'm not kidding. I'm like this is a fucking cool guy to watch. He's like a Joe Normal in there, just crushing motherfuckers. All right, Dan Hooker and Nazrat Hakpras had a fight. Uh, Hooker won by unanimous decision. It was a battle. It was pretty fun. Uh, we all had Hooker on that one. We all had Marab Dwalishvili versus Marlon Marais in this next one, except for Smark and Dang. Marab looked great. Do you, uh, um, just very quickly mentioning. <laughs> just very quickly mentioning this fight. Round one was fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we won't have another round later on in the night. Match that shit. Marab Dwellers really basically got knocked out, but he got up and kept fighting and like somehow come back and to to, to completely dominate. It was fucking insane. It was All a right. fix. It was. I blame Herb Dean. He could have stopped that fight. I don't know if he was the official <laughs> or not. He probably could have. I mean, or whoever it was. He was in tough shape for a minute there. It's definitely Herb Dean's fucking fault. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. (laughs) I I felt a sense of optimism because you're like, well, because you had posted in the group chat that if he won and if old pretty girl won, I would get to win the night. And then it started off so well and then round two and then everything went to shit. 
<laughs> it did start yeah, out running really well for you. You were like, yes! Yeah, but I'd, I'd, I'd certainly put money on no round topping round one later on in the night. All right. Um, speaking of the pretty girl that Mark was talking about, that was Cynthia Calvito in her match against Jessica Andrade that just did not go her way. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> I did. I knew things were going to well, go well, and I wrote in parentheses, she's going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> she's smart. Her round one smarts like, fuck yeah. And then round two it comes around. Gotcha, bitch. She looked really good walking to the octagon, then she got in it, and I was like, ah. <laughs> She well, got in it me just... off. Exactly. <laughs> this one, uh, Curtis Blades and Jarzino Rosenstroik. I thought for sure that Rosenstroik had a chance, but the but what happened is what we should have probably knew was going to happen. Uh, Curtis Blades just kept out-wrestling him, taking him down, not letting him punch him in his big-ass head. So, uh... Cheese and Vegas picked Curtis Blades to win that and picked up the win there. You're, that's thank a you, Bobby Blades. Theme, by the way, I know you don't listen to this show and you'll never Bobby hear it, but Blades. thank you, Bobby Blades. <laughs> You're the reason. I all right. To be in all honesty. Up next was the People's Main Event: Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. This was sad. Nick Diaz threw a lot of punches like he always does, but it looked like he was moving in slow motion. We were even commenting about that. Yeah, I was like, damn it, I missed the fight and they're replaying it in slow motion. Like, oh wait, no, this is live. And he threw so many punches, but they were so soft, and it didn't yeah. ever look like he hurt Robbie Lawler one time. Right. Robbie Lawler, on the other hand, landed a solid right hand, and Nick just went down, and it basically it looked like he just chose not to get up and continue fighting. I mean, he was done. That's all there. I mean, you never see a Diaz brother do that. So I hope he's done. Legit, in my notes, I just, the only thing I have is Diaz is fucking lazy. (laughs) Referring to the result. You are one pathetic loser. Of course, up next we had Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. Uh, Lauren made it fun. We'll just say every second of this fight. Yeah. And yeah, credit to fucking Lauren Murphy. It was never in question. That girl but can take a punch. That's it. It, it was never in question, but it, it it wasn't a walk in the park. It was a pretty okay fight. She married I mean, a UFC fighter, one and sided. I guarantee you she still burnt that roast more than once. <laughs> <laughs> and Murphy, I think that's an Irish name. That, okay, let's move on to our main event. <laughs> Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. Oh, man, did we have this one wrong. Well, Cheese didn't, and Vegas didn't. Which we'll discuss that in a moment, but, but uh, Luke Smirk and I winning. chose Ortega, and I thought this would be a walk for Ortega. I really did, and it just wasn't the case. Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, he was in trouble twice, but two moments in an otherwise dominant fight. Uh, he kicked Ortega's ass, let's be real. It was a unanimous, unanimous decision, but uh, it was an easy decision. And and, and and what would that I was saying earlier on about no chance that around later on tops around one of um the um prelim main event? Yeah, go watch yeah, round it, three of this fight. Yeah, round three of this fight was unbelievable. These guys were just exchanging. Standing in the phone booth, we had a couple choke attempts. It was just yeah, it was just good stuff. But. Uh, Let's talk about what happened on this card uh, here. Uh, um, did, did, just very quickly, I hate being a prisoner of the moment. 
But for me, um, Volkanovski Ortega could be a fight of the year contender. I agree. Round okay. three, round three is definitely a round of the year contender. For sure, I, there's no doubt about that. I mean, maybe not the the fight of the year, but definitely round of the year for sure. It was unbelievable. Uh, geez, without knowing it, went nine and zero and chose. A oh, we have a favorite, fucking winner. So. Vegas also went 9-0, so Cheese and Vegas are this week's champion, but mainly Cheese and Vegas ain't listening. <laughs> Followed by oh, yeah! here, who lost his two head-to-head matchups with you Cheese, so ended up with a 7-2 and record. 6-3 and three for Luke, and Mark was also in the competition with a 4-5 and five record. Sorry, Smark. Ooh. All right, so you went seven and yeah. two, and Luke went six and three. Yeah, okay. indeed. I will get you some final tallies here in just a second. Chug, chug, chug. I was enjoying some water. Yeah, that's right. I'm a health nut. <laughs> I could hear it. I wasn't even looking up. It was just it was so loud. It never heard somebody swallow something. <laughs> We got lots of ladies on the picks this week. <laughs> Sound like you had a lady over there just a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck, yucking it up. All right. I am back atop where I fucking belong at 21 and 6. Oh, shut up. Luke, two spots behind me. Or not two spots behind me. He's second behind me, but he's two, two points behind me at 19 and 8. Wiz, 18 and 9 in third place. Smart, still above 500 at 15 and 11. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounded really energetic about it. He's into these picks. <laughs> Huge UFC picks fan. I, got, I caught three fucking points up on Luke, and I was only one behind him. So, yeah. Rub it in. Rub it in. All right. UFC Vegas. <laughs> 38, I think, but I didn't actually double-check that. I'm sure Luke will, because that's what he does. Yep. That's his job on the team. Yep, okay. Okay, we got Stephanie Ager versus Shanna Young. Stephanie Ager is a 5-2 and two prospect coming out of Switzerland. Uh, also uh, competed in Ryzen. Uh, she lost her UFC debut, unfortunately, to Tracy Cortez via unanimous decision. Shanna Young is a 7-3 prospect from Invicta in the Contender Series, where she picked up a loss, unfortunately. And she also lost her UFC debut via unanimous decision, this one to Macy Chasson. More on her later. So we got Stephanie Ager and Shanna Young, two youngsters. Give me the Ager bomb. Ager bomb it is. I like that. That should be her name if it isn't already. All right. Yeah, Fucking pay I'll, me. <laughs> I'll I'll go with um Shanna Young. Young for Luke. It's funny you'd think Cheese was the one go for Young. Oh, oh damn it! Why didn't I get there first? Nobody else was getting there, so I had to do it myself. <laughs> uh, Smirk, we got Young and Edgar. Now, I can't see any. It's not showing up on the UFC.com card, so I can't do what I normally do, so I'm just going to pick Young. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Young it is. Uh, Edgar, the minus 120 favorite. Basically a pick em. Betch Kohea versus Carl Hosa. Those are this girl bitch, names, I swear. This bitch hasn't retired yet. <laughs> nope. Uh, Betch Kohea is the pit bull. She's a veteran, as Luke mentioned. She has an even record in the UFC after all these years. Nicely done, you dumb broad. And her last fight was a loss to Panny Kianzad. Carl Hosa is a prospect from Brazil. She's... Now, 3-0 in the UFC with wins over Lara Procopio, Vanessa Mello, and Jocelyn Edwards, all by decision. Yeah, give me Hosa. What the fuck is Betchkohea Hosa, still doing? it is. What yeah. the fuck I is Betchkohea still doing getting in a fucking cage? I would think even, like, win or lose, this might be her last fight. <laughs> yeah, I remember picking <laughs> a fight with Hosa. Better. We picked a fight with Hosa in it because I said... Hosa is a pig that don't fly straight, so I didn't pick Hosa, and it cost me. So give me Hosa, because that pig does fly straight. Hosa, mm-hmm. it is. Yes. I feel like any woman named Carl is going to know how to fight, so I'm picking her as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carl. It, lo- it looks like Carol with a K, but that's how they say it. Carl Hosa. So I can't not. Speaking of chicks, here's two more. Antonina Shevchenko versus Casey O'Neill. Antonina Shevchenko was not the good one. Uh, she comes from the Contender Series. Uh, in her career in the UFC, has went like this: win loss, win loss, win loss. Her last loss was an armbar to Andrea Lee. Uh, but in the fight prior to that, she absolutely destroyed Ariane Lipsky and looked like a fucking terrifying woman, so I don't know what, what to make of this broad. Uh, <laughs> she loses to an armbar last fight. The fight before looked like her fucking sister. Right. She uh, just, like, terrifying. Like, oh my god, she's been practicing. We got two of them now, guys. Right. She gets armbar by Andrea Lee. Alright, anyway, Casey O'Neill is an undefeated prospect from Australia. She's oh, now yeah. 2-0 in the UFC with a TKO and a rear naked joke. Boom. That's all I got for you. I don't know nothing about her. Her name's Casey O'Neill. Yeah, we picked before, and I took yep. her before because she's the offspring of Casey Jones and April O'Neill. So give me Casey That's O'Neill right. again. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say over the course of seven days, the Shevchenko sisters will go one and one. Okay. Okay. For Luke. Oh, I didn't say also, uh, Hosa, the biggest favorite on the card at minus 355. No shit. Yep. Glad I picked that big to fly straight. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what pictures Mark's looking at, because this could be a tough one, because he's one, like, I mean, well, there's some pretty good and pretty bad Antonino pictures out there. It depends on which one we find. Well, in this one, she looks like she has black eyes already. Okay. So that's kind of swaying me in terms of <laughs> who I'm going to pick. I will go with Casey, just following the standard procedures that I have laid in place already. Understood. <laughs> hey, man. Wow. He's got a system, and it works for him. <laughs> Up next, we've got Jared Gordon versus Joe Selecki. Um, b- b- Uh-oh. Before you read, 
before you read into them too. Shut um, the fuck. Who does Vegas up. have? Oh, O'Neal at minus two ten. That's my bet. Uh, okay, Jared Gordon versus Joe Selecki. This is New York versus New Jersey. Jared Gordon's the New Yorker. He's now five and three in the UFC. He's got two straight wins over some dudes via unanimous decision. Some Not bros. names I need to read off. Okay. Joe Selecki's eleven and two prospect came from the Contender Series. He's now three and all in the UFC. He's got wins over Jim Miller and Austin Hubbard. Not bad. So, Jared Gordon, Joe Selecki, New York, New Jersey. Well, well, typically I go with New York. I'm going to have to go with New Jersey here. I understand that. Yeah, the Selecki is easy. Give me Selecki. Joe Selecki it is. Make that triple. Selecki all around. Including Vegas at a minus 155 clip. Devontae Smith. Not the draft pick against Jamie Malarkey. <laughs> Devontae Smith came from the Contender Series. He's now 3-1 and one in the UFC, and everything I just talked about was a KOTKO. Wins, losses, all that, everything, all KOTKOs. You got Jamie Malarkey. One and two. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Malarkey is one and two in the UFC. He's a prospect coming out of Australia. His last win was a round one KO over Kama Worthy, which, yeah. you know, not bad. I remember I picked Worthy in that fight. Yeah, I'm it's sure I did. Thing. Get to the thing. Yeah. Let's hear that thing. Please pull your what? pants up when you say that. All right. Is he muted now? What happened? <laughs> no, I'm. You're I, unbelievable, I, man. I'm. You're unfucking believable. Um. T -t 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 Today, Junior. <laughs> this is amazing. I, okay. <laughs> imagine if this was. Let him I, say his thing, you guys. God I, damn it. I, I, I was trying to remember if I went with or against the Eagles earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with anything, man? We're doing UFC. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make fun of them. Luke, I was trying to get your back, dude, but then he said Eagles, and now I got nothing, man. Yeah, um, I, 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 I can't stand behind that. I went against the Eagles earlier. I'll go with their receiver now. Okay, what I, was I, at. I get it. All right. That was an awfully long fucking road to travel. Devontae Smith. Joke. Yeah, because I could mm -hmm. win the whole show. I, 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 I couldn't remember who I fucking went with. Wait, wait, hold on. I have to derail the whole show to get off this pun. <laughs> right. I almost want to take Malarkey now just to be like, fuck Luke's pick. But I can't. I took Smith too, I got to say. Yeah. So I say, I can't. Fuck Malarkey. <laughs> Smith, it is. After five minutes, Luke finally comes up. I like turtles. <laughs> Smart. For the, for the last five minutes now, I've just had this mental image of this being a professional show and him just being a, a tuxedo. And being like, <laughs> just being like, here's the thing. And then he just starts pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so long story short, I'm taking Smith. <laughs> right, Smith now to move on to the next pick. Did, did just for this moment, thank fuck my power held up. <laughs> I hope 
there's no football team whose name is the Lads. Because up next we got Aspen Ladd versus Macy Chase on or Chasson. I said it wrong. Damn it. All right, <laughs> well, Aspen Ladd's nine and one overall. She's four and one in the UFC. She came over from Invicta. Her uh, one loss is a round one TKO to Jermaine Randomy. I don't even like saying that out loud. Uh, her last win, or her last match was a win. It was a TKO over Yana Kunitskaya. Macy Chasson, Invicta, won the Ultimate Fighter. Is now 5-1 and one in the UFC. She's got two straight wins. Her last win was over Marion Renault, which almost doesn't count as a win. <laughs> it's like a sparring session. Yeah. Regardless... But- you get put to sleep by Jermaine Durandamy in 16 seconds. You have no credibility. Give me my chase on. Chasson, it is. Yeah, I am also taking Chasson. Chasson. Just Chasson. <laughs> oh, no, he's looking at pictures. I know who he's picking already. I can just write down lad. <laughs> Based on these pictures, though, it's actually a lot harder than you think. Really? It's like... Yeah, I'm talking about his penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <sighs> there we go. I posted it in the mixler. Yeah, it's that's really the sound I make when I post things too. <laughs> <laughs> posted it. <laughs> there you go. Now that I've completely derailed the show, I'm going to go with chess on as well. Chess on it is. Uh, Kobe. <laughs> Vegas has Aspen Lad at a at a minus two ten favorite. So this is our upset special because we all went against Vegas on this one. Yeah, all right. Fuck Vegas. Fuck Vegas. They don't always know everything, even though they went nine and zero last week. Misha Serkinov versus Christoph Jatko. These are dudes. <laughs> Misha Serkinov is a UFC veteran. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu master. Since 2018, he has went. Win loss, win loss, and his last loss was a round one TKO to Ryan Span. Good for Ryan Span. Good for him. <laughs> Beat somebody anyway. Christoph Jocko is a UFC veteran as well. Uh, lots of decisions. He never like does anything really. Uh, since 2018, he's gone three and one, all unanimous decisions. His last f- fight was a loss to Sean Strickland. Probably also by decision. I didn't write that down, but he's one of these dudes. He's my least favorite kind of fighter. He's it's like they don't do anything, but you also they're so tough you can't finish them. So it's like they just like stand there and make fucking long boring fights. Finish him! Finish him! I can't. <laughs> he's too tough. He's too tough. <laughs> Uh, I fucking forget his name. First dude, he's win loss, win loss. So let's we give me the pattern. Vicious Herkunov and Kristoff yeah, Jerkinov. Jerkinov, it is. Jerkinov versus Jokov. <laughs> and, um, I'll, I'll take Misha Tate. Sorry, Misha Serkinov. <laughs> I told his dudes. That's right. I, I actually went Jacko on this one, so I guess I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Sergeyev looks like he fights bears, and I mean both the animal and hairy gay guy. So I'm going to take him. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Oh, God, this fight. God damn it. This next fight, I don't even know why I put it on here. I could have just picked a different one, but I wanted to punish myself. We've got Cowboy Oliveira versus Nico Price. Cowboy Oliveira is a veteran. He's a 22-10 and 10 striker. Since 2018, he's 2-5. Two, two straight losses by choke. Moving on to Nico fucking Price here. I guess at this point he's a veteran. Uh, he's a striker as well. Since 2018, he's two and four with a no contest because he likes Wade. Uh, he's also got two straight losses and that no contest, so he hasn't won for three fights now. Uh, I went with Cowboy Oliveira, even though I think he's going to lose because I hate Nico Price so much that I'm not going to pick him. <clears throat> I mean, this sounds like a kind of a shit pick either way. Yeah, I hate them both. Uh, well, I can't tell you the ads. I'll tell you the ads. <sighs> hmm. I went with Cowboy last time and he fucked me. He sure did. He fucked us all. I guess I'll give him a chance to redeem himself. Aloe vera for cheese. Just because I want to go different... Um, from cheese on at least one, and I don't know if I have so far. Give me Nico Price. Nico, it is. Smart. Which one's hotter? Just because I want to block Luke's attempt at going alone, I'm going to go with. Price. Are you the dumb guy or Hispanic <laughs> gentleman? Well, I, well, by that answer, I'd go with Oliveira, but I want to block Luke's attempt at going alone, so I'm going to go with Price. He just it wants is. to gain a point on me. That's all he wants to do. Nico mm -hmm. Price, the favorite at minus 150. Fuck Kevin Holland versus Kyle Dalkhouse, not uh, yeah, Chris. Not Chris. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Holland went 5-0 in 2020. We all remember it was legendary. He's also gone 0-2 in 2021 with losses to Derek Brunson and uh, Marvin Vittori, both via unanimous decision, both not close fights. Kyle Dalkhouse, it's Dawkins. Contender Series alum came to the UFC and has went loss, win, loss. All of those are by decision. Um, same, same as the Shevchenko sisters. Give me the Dawkins brothers to go one and one. Okay. That is a howling for Luke. I just had to decode it. Right. <clears throat> I went Holland as well, if that helps anybody. Probably not. Don't pick what I pick. I know. You used to be copying from cheese. <laughs> Why? Because I got lucky last week and so did Vegas. I'm in, no, because you're the leader and I'm in third place. Yeah, so. I got lucky That's last why. week and so did Vegas. That's all. <laughs> that was my reasoning, though. Damn it. See, this Doc House fucked me last time. <laughs> This dog house. But, but Holland fucked me last time, too. So, uh, Holland's been... Uh, he, <clears throat> he needed some time off and did not quickly take another fight, and this time he actually had a camp. So, I mean, if that helps you make a decision at all. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go with Holland, because I don't trust both the Doc House brothers to get me points. I wonder if they actually <clears throat> are related. We should look into that. I mean, even if they're not. They're, they are for... Fucking the sake of our fun. <laughs> They're not related. And Fuck that. They had fucking shit um, twisted around. Ky Kyle is Chris's younger brother. How about that shit? There we go. They are the Duckhouse brothers. All right. Uh, 
Spark, how lender did <laughs> So I posted Darkest. it in the Mixler chat here, and I wish everybody could see this fight graphic that they're using on UFC.com because it looks like Kyle used a word and he doesn't understand why he can't use that word. It looks like <laughs> Kevin's very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, I'm going to go with Kevin Holland for teaching him a lesson about why he can't say that word. I got a feeling I know what word you're referring to. Uh, Las so Vegas has Holland at minus one fifty five to teach him a lesson as well. I'm even against Vegas on this one. Completely I, on my own. I'm against Vegas on this one. Your main event: Tiago Santos versus Johnny Walker Blue. Or I'm Yo, sorry, Johnny faggot. Walker. Tiago Santos beat John Jones with two blown out ACLs, but then the judges gave the fight to the wrong guy. <laughs> And since then, he's gone 0-2 with losses to Glover Teixeira and Alexander Rakic. So, <laughs> Johnny Walker is a, a alumnus of the Contender Series. He's now 4-2 in the UFC. He is an insane striker, and all of his wins are KOTKOs. So, um, if you don't he, beat him, he's definitely going to beat you. Give me the last guy to beat Yambahovic. That's got to be what? Santos. Santos? Santos. Santos. He said shit. (laughs) Well, I'll give you guys a chance to make one up on me because I ain't picking Santos. Okay. It's a Walker for cheese. Let me tell you, I picked Johnny Walker as well. Vegas has Santos. Oh, fuck. I didn't. Like, smart pick well, I already gave it away. Mm-hmm. I'm also going Walker. Okay, well, Vegas has Tiago Santos at minus 160, but I don't know. See, when you said I shit, think... I assumed Luke was, or you picked the same as Luke. I mean, it didn't no. sway my decision any. I, was, I was, wasn't picking against him anyway, but whatever. <laughs> nope, we're all Walkers. I'll hold up the paper for evidence. If you want it. Here you no, go. No scribbles. He get... said, "Here you go." And it was just vagina and it's butthole. Just a vagina. Yeah, they didn't work out well. Well, we're talking. Here you go. Guys. Thanks. <laughs> all right, that's the picks. Uh, a not a lot of names on this card this week, but uh, we're gonna have lots of girl fights, and I like those, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. That should be fun. I watched yeah. that fucking. Uh... I watched Valentina's fight, the whole thing. Like with the girl. You can't not. Even yeah. if you don't like love the UFC, you you have to watch this girl in action. She's insane. I rolled up She's a joint really and told the girlfriend, I was like, come here. And like we were laying on the bed and I was like, scoot over here and like watch this because I was watching on my phone. Like, Did you, you notice you watch this chick fight? <laughs> her her speech was in like five different languages. She's fucking yeah. insane, dude. That's why I was like, she was making a fucking a speech person. afterwards. I'm like, how many fucking personalities does this chick got? <laughs> Expert marksman. She has her own line of competition handguns. I'm like, God damn, she's like the perfect woman, dude. Um, I almost feel sorry for the UFC's women's division because Valentina is holding the 125 hostage and I don't see anyone capable of beating her. It's, yeah. It, and um, Nunes, just like told... Nunes, it's like anyone who does well, well, here's your prize. You have to fight these assassins. Right. Yeah. It's not fair a- anymore. It's almost like it's 
Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I feel so, bad. Oh, for she's these on broads. one hell of a win streak, but no, she's going to fight Amanda work. Nunez. <laughs> exactly. All that hard work, and it just gets you crushed. You know, it just gets you like tossed into a lion's cage yeah. or whatever. It's like they don't want to get on too much of a streak. Like, fuck, I won three in a row. I got to drop this next one, or else they're going to put me in the ring with Amanda. <laughs> Like it. <laughs> Don't be Lauren Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> All those impressive wins in a row, and they just had <clears throat> no chance of winning that fight. Yeah, Lauren Murphy Did- before the fight. I'm. I plan to go in there and win. I don't plan to just compete. I'm gonna win it. Then Lauren Murphy after the fight. I like turtles. <laughs> That's it, though. Uh, who's the girl that called out Amanda Nunez and then? Didn't get the fight because I want to see that fight just to watch that girl get beat up. Right. Who was, was that? Lou Kilman. Was it Juliana Pena? Yes, it was. Juliana Pena called her out and then didn't get the fight. But if you would have got the fight, it would have been like a one rounder for sure because she called her fat. And you you don't call girls fat. You can't do that. They take that oh, way fuck. more seriously. I can't than we believe do. you've done this. That really hits a um, nerve with women, dude. On <laughs> December the 11th, 2021. UFC 269, Juliana Pena will face Amanda Nunes. <laughs> wow. uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Except for Juliana Pena's family. <laughs> Fucking Who will thing be spending sucks. it at the hospital. <laughs> but that's awesome that they are going to fight. Hey, Pena. You, it's you like Amanda Nunes nothing. needs no motivation. Good day, sir. <laughs> And then this girl called her fat. So it's like, all right, let's watch this they, fight. They, they were supposed to fight uh, UFC 265 in August, but COVID-19 decided to pick a fight with the wrong woman. Oh, well, I don't that know if I'd be putting on this headset right. again. I remember that now. <laughs> oh, we got to wait for that fight. That sucks. And when is it again? I want to watch that bitch. December. I want to watch that fat bitch kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> the old tubby can go. Yeah. That's right. I was going to say it'd be funny if like a guy did that, no fight with another guy, but then I remember there's a Chappelle show skit about that. <clears throat> Wait, okay. Just like John Jones calling Daniel Cormier fat and then like Cormier having a single tear run down his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one for some reason. Uh, the Chappelle show scared, I think it was called Friday Night Sissy Fights. And it was just like these two gay dudes and they were just like <laughs> trash talking each other. Oh, okay, yeah. I do Friday that. Night Sissy Fights. Yep. The Sissy Fights. Alright. Well, this shit was fun tonight. You know who I would never call fat is Chris Dawkins. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't be a good idea. I mean, to his face, I have on the show several times already, but I mean, to his face, I'm like, damn, dog, you're looking good, brother. <laughs> but Chris, dude, what's there up with your stomach? In the mixel. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Computer's lagging like a bitch. I heard that. Yeah. Wow. 